Listening to Digital Now, an original business and technology podcast by Logic 2020. I'm your host, Matt Treville. Each episode, I'll be interviewing a new expert to learn more about industry trends, fascinating new tech, shifting customer expectations, and the steps every business can take to stay ahead. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I have with me a very special guest, Tanil Grumman. Tanil is an exceptional leader with a diverse experience in retail, legal, agricultural, and hospitality. She has experience in delivering results in a highly challenging and complex situations and a passion for people and culture. I love that point, Tanil. She is a ProSci certified change manager, practitioner, and overall change management subject matter expert. Now, that was a, a, a mouthful, but very, very uh, important. How are you, Tanil? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to talk about change management. Yes, me too. Thank you for coming. Firstly, of course. how's life right now? Life is good. Life is very good. Uh, busy, <laughs> but uh, very, very good. I'm uh, currently in Minnesota and going to be transferring to Seattle here in the next couple months. So very excited to uh, start my new journey there in Seattle. Yeah, and it's going to be nice to meet you in person, actually. That'll be I good. know. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird, right? I, don't know, I still don't know how to act with people. It's good. Yeah, I definitely feel like I don't really know, like, do I hug? We don't yeah. hug anymore. Yeah. Like, we don't shake hands. What's the story? Uh, yeah. Stuff. No, no one knows. But anyway, listen, we'll figure that out when you come. Okay. Okay. Today, we're talking about change management, like you said. So I want to start really simple because I like simple. So my first question for today is, what is change management? That's a great question to start this off with. Um, most people have heard of change management defined as the people side of change. And uh, to go even further, what does that actually mean and look like? And essentially change management is all about assessing, preparing and supporting teams, organizations, individuals and ensuring that change efforts are successful. Um, and when you think about change, you can think about it from, you know, it's it could be as small as like a new tool um, introduction, you're deploying a new HR system, um, or it's a process change. Sometimes it can be even larger in terms of a culture or organizational change. Um, something that I always like to think of that's really important to me is you always hear about how uh, employees are our most important asset. That's all the companies say. And this is a really great way to sort of treat them that way and to ensure that they are considered one of your most important assets. I love that because it Every time I hear about change management, every time I talk about it, it all revolves around people. Yeah, right? absolutely. Just, maybe because I come from a team sports background or something like that, it just it just makes me feel happy. <laughs> you know, so, casual drop that you used to be an athletic athletic person. Like, well, nothing, <laughs> nothing important anyway. All right, so <laughs> before we get on that road, <laughs> change management. Okay, why is it important then? Yeah, well, I think we can all attest to in our personal and professional lives that change can be really rocky, um, can sometimes be really expensive, not only just in time and resources, but adoption. So it's really important for change management to be thought of and spent time on to make sure that employees understand and can commit to that change. It hopefully, you know, increases productivity and decreases risk. Um, I think at the way that we're at, the sort of state of the world today is that change is happening so quickly around us that I really think organizations need to be better prepared and helping their employees through any sort of change uh, to make sure that they're helping to deliver on their strategic goals. 
The other thing that I always really like to relate together is it helps mitigate risk in that people don't leave your company. So company knowledge, knowledge management is an asset to every single company. Um, if you don't include people and sort of engage them and help them along a, a significant change, people are going to start looking for opportunities elsewhere. And so I really think like, you know, bottom line, people want to be involved, want to feel like they're part of the change that's happening. Um, and so I think it's really important to keep your employees happy and make sure that that company knowledge is not walking out the door every every time you make a significant change in your organization. Yeah, and you're seeing that in the market right now, right? There's so much. Yeah, yeah just it's been it's been a, a interesting time, and all the change that's coming on the back end of it has been uh, has been pretty interesting to watch. But absolutely. I think okay. what's really great about that situation is, you know, we've all had to individually, uh, personally change over the last year and a half yeah. with COVID-19 yeah. that like, I think would use that to your advantage when trying to tell people that we need to change and that change is okay and it shouldn't be scary because we had to change at the drop of a hat. And we all like completely changed our lives day in yeah. and day out. And we did it and we're successful and we're still here um, and thriving to a certain degree, though yeah. mentally, who knows? But I think it's just really important to relate it to something like that. That's It is something that is difficult. Absolutely, we're not diminishing that point. Yeah. But it absolutely is something that everybody can do, yeah. <laughs> um, do especially over would, the last year. Yeah, do you, well, do you, so you think that would open up more people to the to the idea of change management, like bringing people in to increase that? Yeah. Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just part of your messaging is that, you know, when there's a big change for a company, let's talk about how probably COVID is going to be changing potentially some company values or even just how people work. Um, you know, utilizing stuff that has happened in the past to help people understand that this is something they can do. Um, I always talk about, so whenever I try and tell my parents what I do, they, they don't really get it. So I have to put it into uh, different words. And I say, hey, listen, every time you get a new iPhone, you know, there is a learning curve for you to understand all of the ins and the outs. Wouldn't yeah. it be lovely if somebody sat with you and sort of walked you through the process so that yeah. instead of using your iPhone that you spent who knows amount of money on, um, you're actually using, you know, versus 5% of the full capabilities of it because you just don't know and you're just using it for phone and email, you could yeah. potentially use it for 50%. So you get this nice yeah. return on investment. So I think it's just making sure that you can relate why this is important, but also you can do it. Employees, everybody can do change and can change. And I think that's really important. Fun fact, uh, I still help my mum with her iPhone, who's back in yeah. Australia on FaceTime while she's using that iPhone. So yes. Yeah. Change yeah. happen in many different ways, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I help my mom with, uh, she doesn't know how to take a picture versus a video. So there's lots of videos of yeah. uh, her purse, the inside of her purse. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or yeah. Or uh, I get to FaceTime with my grandma on the ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the anyway, best. that's a, that's another story. That change matters effort might go uh, go wasted. But so yeah. so what isn't change management? Is there is it um is there things that people think this is that it's not? Yeah. Like can you explain that part of it? Yeah, I think, you know, um, there's a little bit of a gray line, I think, between change management and project management. Okay. I think Absolutely, you can have these two skills, but I still think that they're quite different. Um, project management is really making sure that whatever the change is, you know, let's talk about a, a new HR tool being installed. It's designed, developed, and delivered on time and budget resources are available, all of that. 
change management is really making sure that people are using it effectively. They're engaged and early and trained on how to use those new solutions. So I think that there are similar practices and obviously making something successful, um, whatever that might be. But I, I, I do think it should be clear that, you know, a, a change manager isn't necessarily going to have project management skills and vice versa. Now, mm -hmm. you could absolutely have that, but I, I do think it's important to sort of distinguish between the two. The other thing is I often hear that um, change management is all about communication and training. And yes, of course it is, <laughs> but it's also assessments. It's making sure that we don't bite off more than we can chew and we are able to successfully deliver a change, whether that's a new tool or or organizational change. Um, I think it's also, you know, it's not a ton of activity just for activity's sake. You need to be really smart about what you can deliver and how you can deliver things, but also how you can bring people along that will be the biggest impact for them. So I, I don't want it to be something that's scary. So I guess I would say, for sure what it's not is it it shouldn't be scary <laughs> that's a good way to sum it up there you go yeah <laughs> change management it's not scary that's a slogan we can put yeah. on bumper stickers and everything eh? that's right that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i mean it sounds like something that's very valuable or could be very valuable to a lot of people yeah, so absolutely. can you help explain the benefits so that people listening can understand those yeah, absolutely. One of the sort of what I think is in one of the bigger, bigger benefits um, is throughout the course of a change, um, there is you can kind of expect that there will be uh, an increase in stress, anxiety about that change, um, potentially a decrease in your productivity and even an impact to company morale. And so change, again, is going to be a benefit that's going to help all of those things for the positive. So it's going to absolutely make sure that people understand the need and the impact. It's going to hopefully increase productivity while the change is happening. It's hopefully going to be, you know, it, correcting or, or stabilizing morale. Um, hopefully it's going to reduce stress, uh, anxiety associated with that change, but definitely sort of not, not major impact to the company itself when going through something. Um, I think it hopefully also reduces the time between implementing changes. Um, as everyone is aware, change fatigue is a, is a term you'll hear often. People are, are obviously very tired of things. Let's talk about COVID. People are tired of working at home, right? Yeah. Um, they want to get back into something. So how do you, as a company, sort of manage that uh, time between changes effectively and, and make sure you're listening to your employees in that regard? Um, I think it's also um, about minimizing the resistance to that change. So again, sort of being really proactive mm -hmm. uh, and making sure that you're engaging and bringing people along with you as much as possible. Again, sort of if employees are going to be your most important asset, let's make sure that we're we're treating them that way. We're engaging with them that way yeah. and including them on all of that. Awesome. So where have you seen this implemented? Or can you give some examples of... Um you know like pain points that the client was going through and then how was how you implemented it with the teams you've been on things like that yeah absolutely um a couple projects that i'm on right now um there's a couple different things so if folks uh, are ever aware of uh, a change methodology called prosci um, that's P-R-O-S-C-I. It is pronounced prosci, not prosi, um, which I made a mistake on. So <laughs> I understand that. But you've um, changed. Fairly... Sorry, go you've ahead. Changed. You've changed now. <laughs> I have. You I've absolutely the... changed. You and it took a little process. while. 
Yeah. It took a while, but I got to that and now I know how to pronounce ProSign. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, yeah, so ProSign methodology, um, tried, tested, proved uh, that it's a great methodology to follow. Um, uh, you might have heard that in the organization. There are a couple different other methodologies as well, but ProSci really is something that I think stands out amongst what I've been working on recently. Um, and th there's a couple different ways you can approach that methodology. You can be fairly strict with it and follow it to a T. And that might work for some companies, but it isn't a one-size-fits-all. It also isn't a one-size-fits-all per organization, resources available, the culture of your of your organization, or even just your team, and even potentially what kind of tool or, or you know, process change you're making. So I've seen it be really successful. I've also seen it not work really well because it doesn't offer a lot of flexibility, uh, depending on how strict you are in following that process. I think what's really important if you're going to go down the path of doing ProSci is to be considerate about all of your available resources to be able to complete that effort because it is it is quite a bit of work. Um, and if you don't have the resources for it, uh, you it can be a little bit troublesome. So I, I think it's really, you know, it's something that I've seen implemented uh, and I've seen people sort of sort of wheel back the process because it can be something that's quite quite a bit of an effort um, if you don't have everybody. But I also have seen ProSci worked really well when it's actually put together from an agile approach. So using the tools and some of the templates that ProSci provides and using them when and where they need to be used and what makes mm -hmm. the most sense. Um, so one of the projects I'm on right now is, um, I would say, 80% strict ProSci. And then that 20% is really about being flexible uh, per project. Uh, and part of that is going through an assessment to say, uh, we think this is going to be a high, a really high impact change, or maybe it's going to really be a really low impact change. And that really sort of dictates our level of pro-sci methodology um, following that. So a low change maybe is something that we don't necessarily need to go through every single step of the pro-sci methodology. So I've, I've seen it work pretty well here where I'm at right now um, in that sort of taking that 80-20, 80 strict, 20 flexible. So is that is that the uh, the ratio you'd, you'd recommend, 80-20? Yeah, um, uh, personally, I would love to have um, probably more of a 75-25, um, <laughs> 70, 70 30 just because I really, I like to be able to um, be pretty flexible in my approach specifically. Um, and I think part of that is because projects change all the time. I'm on a project right now that's been going on for about two months. Got a couple different projects happening at the moment. Um, mm. One of those projects has been going on for, you know, I've been on for two months, but it has started in January of this year and it has yet to fully formulate and like decide what we're trying to do. And so if I was to say, well, I'd love to apply a really strict pro-sci methodology to this, I wouldn't, I'd have to continue to redo work because things aren't fully baked out. And uh, so right. it's really nice to be able to be pretty flexible in that, knowing that at some point maybe we can get a little bit more strict in our process. But right now, because things are just sort of uh, all up in the air on things and we, we, you know, maybe our team isn't fully baked out, I'm taking a very agile approach to it. So um, I personally would like to have that sort of happen because I also think. Um, you know, companies are changing on a dime at this, this point. And so having that sort of stance of being pretty agile is going to be really, really important. Okay. Well, and the reason I ask is because sort of an 80-20 ratio is yeah. how 
um, you should use uh, butter to Vegemite on your toast. I'm not sure if you've <laughs> tried it, but uh, I have not had it. And so let me ask you this real quick: Is it actually is it like sugary or no? Does it actually taste like vegetables? No, it's salty. It's uh, oh. we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah, another time. But when I move out there, just, I, I might I'll try try it once. A lot of people just cover their toast in it instead of just <laughs> lightly um, spreading it like you would salt on a meal, you know. But anyway, I'll, <laughs> I'll awesome. send you some information, okay? Yeah, thanks, thanks. But anyway, back to change management. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what does the future look like? Because that's that's a big part of the show, right? The trends, yeah. what's, what's going to happen? Absolutely, yeah. I think um, what is change going to look like? I'd say there's there's two 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 things that might happen. One, I think it's really important to be focusing on technology. I think as a change practitioner, we need to be better prepared to address new technologies that are implemented very quickly. Um, I think companies are definitely going to be implementing things like new systems um, at a much higher speed than we would maybe have been used to even two years ago. Um, I think that also means it's really making sure that we increase our understanding, our meaning change practitioners, uh, understanding of digital skills that will be needed and sort of really trying to um, bridge that gap between the business and the technology side a little bit more. I also would absolutely recommend that change practitioners get a little more digitally savvy, whatever that might look like. If you're working for a company that's going to do uh, new HR systems, be good for you to understand some of the ins and outs of that. Um, maybe you need to partner with somebody from the IT side to sort of understand a little bit further about what that tool is going to do. So I definitely think that's something that's going to um, start to increase. Uh, along with that, I think you're going to start seeing spikes in digital adoption managers because technology is so rapidly um, happening in, in different companies. Uh, you're, they might act a little bit like a change manager. Um, and so you could even see an increase in change management roles or, or more just digital adoption managers. Um, the other thing that I see changing is some organizations may consider doing something at an enterprise level for change training, um, not necessarily creating their own change department, which absolutely could happen, but I might see it something that like the enterprise level change training would be applied to every single person's job and there will be varying degrees that they may need to learn about change management. Um, they, a company could say, you know what, all of our program and project managers and all of our C-suite excuse me, should go through some sort of change management training so that they are aware of how important it is and then how to sort of deliver information through their company that way. Um, so I, I'd be curious to see if this is something that happens and absolutely something that I think Logic would be able to help companies out with, um, whether that's something that they want to have be required or sort of a strict change training or they want to have it be pretty loose and it's something that's optional. Um, we definitely can help help companies build that methodology. Nice. Well, that was insightful. Thank you. Well, okay, great. It's exciting too. <laughs> yeah, I think it is a really exciting time. And I mean, yeah. I, I just think it's exciting in general um, because I do think in in time in times like right now where we're, we're all sort of disconnected a little bit visually and, and yeah. physically, um, change is going to be huge coming back into the office, any sort of changes that might be happening in your organization. And again, I think it's all about making sure that you're thinking about your people and how to bring them along with you as a company um, and how, how you can do that is actually executing against the change management practices. Wow, that's awesome. Well, listen, it sucks. We're at time. No way. 
We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, I can't believe it already. Okay. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I had a great time. Thank you so much for joining. Um, of course. And I'm, I'm glad we finally got to do this for all those yes. listening at home. Uh, we had some serious technical difficulties along the way, but we finally got a chance to sit down and talk. So that's been I mean, fun. I, I don't want to say we in this scenario, Matt. Um, oh. I think it was maybe one of us, but sure, sure. Okay. I had a <laughs> lot of technical difficulties. But anyway, okay. Well, now I'm embarrassed. I'm definitely going to go. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm um, joking. Everybody was both of us. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I uh, really do appreciate it. I think this is pretty insightful and very valuable to those listening. So um, thanks for your time, and uh, hopefully we can do this again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Okay. See ya. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Logic 2020's podcast, Digital Now. To learn more, visit our website at logic2020.com or follow us on social media. See you next time.